Coming up, another milestone for Ovi, and the Bruins' historic streak continues. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL, local experts on all of the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We are ready to rac- recap all of the action for you from yesterday. Alex Ovechkin passed the great one for most career road goals with 403. He also helped his team to get a road win. Locked On Capitals goes over another accomplishment for Ovi. Alex Ovechkin makes history once again. Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. Well, the Capitals do, in fact, pick up the win by a score of 5-1. to one, But the real news of the game was Alex Ovechkin as he broke Wayne Gretzky's record. Yes, Alex Ovechkin gets his 403rd career road goal, passing Wayne Gretzky. But Alex Ovechkin wasn't done yet as he got the caps on the board first, making it one to nothing caps. It marked Alex Ovechkin's 792nd career goal. He is just eight goals shy of 800 career goals, but he wasn't done yet as he got the caps on the board for the second time to get his 793rd goal. It was quite a game. The Caps also saw goals by Anthony Mantha, Martin Faravari, and John Carlson. John Carlson has goals, uh, five goals in his last seven games. Kemper played well as he stopped 26 of 27. Keep it locked to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news with your Washington Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your team every day. The Boston Bruins have not lost a game at home yet this season, and with Tuesday's win over Tampa, they tie an NHL record to start a season. Locked on Bruins has a ton of good stuff to talk about post-game. A pair of goals from Taylor Hall helped the Boston Bruins remain perfect at home. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked on Boston Bruins, and the 2010 first overall pick scored twice for the Bruins in a 3-1 win over the Tampa Bay Lightning, their second win over the Lightning in a week. Uh, The Bruins are now a perfect 13-0-0 at home, extending their NHL record consecutive home win streak. The big story in this one was the play of Jeremy Swayman, by far his best game of the season, giving Linus Allmark the night off after he was banged up a little bit in the previous game. Swayman stopped 28 of 29 shots for a 9.66 save percentage, and hopefully he's finding his form so the Bruins can get back to that tandem and net and keep those guys fresh. Coming up, the champs get shut out in Winnipeg. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online. It is the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs, no matter what sport you are interested in basketball, hockey, football. If you're getting in on World Cup action, if you like boxing, UFC, you can do all of that at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. No defense in sight in the late game as 17 goals were scored between Seattle and Los Angeles. Seattle scoring their ninth goal in overtime to get the two points. Lots to go over for Locked On Kings and Locked On Kraken. The LA Kings scored eight goals and lost. I have Eddie Garcia with the Locked on LA Kings podcast. 
The uh, highest scoring game of the NHL season was here at Crypto.com Arena tonight. And it was without question one of the weirdest games of the season as well. The Kings lose at home to the Kraken 9-8 in overtime. Two teams combined for six goals in the first period. They were tied 3-3. Eight goals in the second period. It was 8-6 Seattle after two. And a mere two goals in the third period, both by LA to tie it up at eight apiece. Then Seattle scored in sudden death on a too many men after a too many men on the ice penalty on the Kings to get the win. Despite the 17 combined goals, there were no hat tricks in this game. Kevin Fiala, four assists for LA, gave Velarde a pair of goals. He leads the team with 13. And Mike Anderson's first of the year tied it up in the third for the Kings to where they at least got a point out of this one. LA used both goaltenders. Jonathan Quick allowed five goals on 14 shots before getting pulled. Cal Peterson actually took the loss, allowing four goals on 16 shots. Kings fall to 12, 10, and three on the season. We'll try and have a full recap of this game on Wednesday's show. For more, check out Locked on LA Kings, wherever you get your podcasts, your team every day. 17 goals. 17 goals. We go to overtime where Andre Burakovsky puts us out of our misery. I mean, gets us the win. I'm glad we got the win. I'm glad we got the points against the Pacific Division rival. We extend our win streak to six games, the longest ever in franchise history. But, oh, do I have questions. Do I have questions in this one? Andre Burakovsky, again, gets the OT winner, his second goal of the game. Multiple players on Hattie Watch, but we wouldn't get more one player with more than two goals, but we got both teams with eight-plus goals in this wild and crazy game. I'm losing it, folks. You know how I feel about defense, so you best believe we'll be talking about this one tomorrow on Locked on Kraken. The Sharks get their first shutout of the season, blanking the Canadians in Montreal. Locked on Canadians and Locked on Sharks go over what went right and what went wrong for their teams. The Sharks blank the Canadians. I'm Jade Young of Locked on Sharks, and Capo Kakinen has his best game in Teal uh, as the Sharks pitch a 4 nothing shot uh, of the Montreal Canadiens. Um, Capo Kakinen, strong, strong performance tonight, making 28 saves on the Canadians, uh, having to deal with multiple penalty kill opportunities um, for the Sharks, and Capo Kakinen stood tall. Um, Sharks got enough offense out of Matt Nieto, uh, Tomas Hurdles, two goals, and then Logan Couture. But Capo Kakinen, the big story for the night as he is now the number one goaltender with James Reimer on IR, makes a statement as to why he should be considered the number one goaltender moving forward when Reimer gets back to being healthy, or at least a more balanced uh, share of the games when, when Reimer's back. So we'll have a full breakdown on the next episode of Lockdown Sharks, wherever you get podcasts. And of course, you can watch on YouTube as well. Well, that was certainly a game that was played. My name is Laura Sava. I'm from Locked On Canadians. Uh, and the Canadians lose to the San Jose Sharks in abysmal, pa- abysmal fashion. Not passion. There was absolutely no passion in that game. All right? Like, they, that game was one of the dullest ones I've watched in a long time. The Canadians not able to win despite dominating play against one of the worst teams in the NHL due to some fatal flaws, namely their power play, which was 0 for a million, uh, and their goaltending. Unfortunately, Jake Allen has been struggling of late. He was lights out at the beginning of the season. We know that he's a good goaltender. He's generally more consistent than this. 
He is struggling lately. And if the Canadians want to get back into the win column, they either have to play Samuel Montembeau a lot more, who's shown that he deserves it, and they're going to have to figure out this power play. It is one of the most depressing, demoralizing power plays I've seen in a long time. But other than that, I mean, the team the team played well. They couldn't buy a goal. They hit posts. They, you know, it was it was a struggle for them to score. But I do think that it's really the power play and the goaltending that sunk them tonight against the San Jose Sharks. For more on this, check out Locked On Canadians wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. The Predators finally back on the ice after flooding. Issues at their arena kept them out of action for about a week. They had to shake off the rust. It took until overtime to get those two points. Locked on Predators and Ducks, tell us everything you need to know. After nearly a week without a game, the Nashville Predators finally took the ice at a dry Bridgestone arena where they got a 2-1 to one overtime win over the Anaheim Ducks. Hi everyone, I'm Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. This was another game very similar to the Detroit Red Wings game for Nashville in the sense that they dominated on the stat sheet but it wasn't really reflected on the scoreboard. Overall, the Predators had the statistical advantage in things like time of possession, high danger chances, and expected goals for. The Predators outplayed the Ducks in the first two periods, but held just a 1-0 lead after two, thanks to solid goaltending from both UC Saros and John Gibson. Nashville came out looking a little flat in the third period, giving up more shot chances than they had previously, and Troy Terry capitalized on that, evening up the score and sending it to overtime. Captain Roman Yossi got the overtime goal, giving the Predators the win and valuable two points. Looking ahead, the Predators really need to focus on playing a complete 60 minutes and finishing on these high danger chances that they're generating. UC Saros kept them in this game, but the Predators are going to need more than good goaltending when they face the league's top New Jersey Devils on Thursday night. A costly turnover gives the Ducks another overtime loss. Hi everyone, Jason J.D. Hernandez here from Locked on Anaheim Ducks. And Nashville Predators, they pull off a 2-1 overtime victory against the Anaheim Ducks in the reverse retro matchup. Despite the fact Troy Terry did score, it was a very late turnover by Trevor Zegris that led to a 3-on-1 and resulted in the Preds getting the overtime winner. Also, credit to John Gibson for stopping 39 shots. Look, if it wasn't for John Gibson... The Ducks would have lost in regulation, but as it was, they gained one point, but still only one regulation victory so far this season. Tune in to the next episode of Locked on Ducks for more on this latest loss. Pittsburgh fans went home unhappy after a tough overtime loss to the Hurricanes. Locked on Penguins happy to at least get a point after trailing late in regulation. Well, that was an unfortunate result for the Pittsburgh Penguins on Tuesday night. Hey everyone, I'm Hunter Hodes here with the Locked On Penguins podcast back with another Locked On Yelp Not Now video as the Penguins drop a 3-2 heartbreaker to the Carolina Hurricanes. It was great that they did get the point. It looked like they were going to not get any points in this game because they usually never score in 6-on-5 situations, but that changed tonight. They got their first 6-on-5 goal of the year, courtesy of Jake Gensel with less than a minute to go in regulation. That forced OT. Nothing really happened in OT until about the 2.45 mark when Brian Russ skates the puck into the offensive zone, then for some reason goes to the boards. He then gets boarded headfirst in, 
No call. The Hurricanes go down the other way. 2-1-0. Brett Pesci scores to get the winner, and the Penguins go home with only a point. Very controversial ending, but the Penguins were on the bad side of it while the Hurricanes were on the good side of it. The Penguins will be back in action on Thursday. And for more on this team, you can check out the Locked on Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts. A statement win for Winnipeg last night because not only did they beat the champs, they scored easily and they also shut out Colorado. Locked on Avalanche has not much to say after that performance and Locked on Jets excited to be showing their best potential against the Avs. All right, Kyle. So we are like contractually obligated to uh, do these summary videos and there's really not much to talk about for this one. The Colorado Avalanche lay an egg literally in Winnipeg lose this thing five to nothing. There's really nothing to take out of this game good other than that the Avalanche had 40 shots on goal. Other than, But they were really easy shots. Like, I could have shut them out tonight. It, it was just, it, just one of those games that you want to forget about as quickly as possible. You can't spell Winnipeg without egg. And yeah, they laid an egg. <laughs> um, heavy as the head that wears the crown and with the team as lean as it is, the weight was felt tonight and this team just had nothing go right, and it was evident. I blame us because uh, in an earlier episode this week, we were talking about how uh, Alexander Georgiev has been looking good and hasn't had a down game, and and then this happens. But this isn't just on him. It's the entire team. It was rough. It was bad. Yeah, the Avs are down a lot of guys, but they've been playing pretty well without those guys up until this point, so you can't use that as an excuse. Just a bad game. You forget about it, and you move on. Folks, the Winnipeg Jets have shut out the Colorado Avalanche 5-0 in a massive victory. It was a hard-fought, close game, but thanks to Connor Hellebuck being outstanding and the Jets being extremely clinical, especially regarding uh, the line of Shifley, Perfetti, and Wheeler, the Jets came away massive winners. They are in de facto first position for the Central Division. Obviously, they have a few extra games in hand on the current division leaders in Dallas, but what a massive victory. We're going to break down this game uh, and really take a look at all of the highlights and you know what really went down in this game on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. So be sure to catch me on there on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Subscribe right now. I'm Harrison Lee of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. See you all soon. And as always, go Jets go. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.